There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. And now, your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddy, Jeff Dye and Freddy Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Freddy. Jeff Dye is traveling, so you're stuck with your good friend, Uncle Fredward. Here is your news of the week. WWE just announced that they have signed a multi-year partnership with Twitch to become WWE's second screen experience. Way to go, WWE. Probably could have done that five years ago. Also, Jimmy Uso finally stepped up to his cousin Roman Reigns. The bloodline storyline heats up once again. And will we ever see Jimmy become a transitional champion? The kick heard round the world. Also in WWE, the new Undisputed Universal Championship was unveiled. Not too much different about it, but there is gold behind the logo. Congratulations. And finally, are you excited for AEW Collision and the return of CM Punk? Let us know on our socials. Here comes Wrestling with Freddy. Oh, I forgot to say good evening and good night. Well, that's what happens when Jeff isn't here. And I'm rusty, everybody. I'm rusty, and I apologize. We're, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start the show with a little business and introduce a new segment that we're going to bring to you guys every Thursday. So you're going to get extra content on Thursdays. We're going to do side quest actions, Jeff's hot tag action. Anyway, let's talk WWE. All right, you guys, Monday Night Raw. By the way, we're about to have wrestling seven days a week, six days a week, seven if you count pay-per-views. That's kind of crazy, y'all. People said wrestling was dead. I don't know. I remember on this show saying it was a renaissance, a rebirth of wrestling. So in your face. Post Night of Champions, we have a new world's heavyweight champion. I always say world's heavyweight champion instead of world heavyweight champion. But I feel like mine's right. Or at least also right. Is it wrong? I don't know. Anyway, the world heavyweight champion, Seth Rollins, enters the arena and the belt's growing on me. It, it looks cool. At least it looks good on him. The coloring, he's got black hair. It's got the, the, the black extras on it, all that stuff. So it looks cool on him. And you know we love Seth Rollins over here. He, is, he has tried to make us not love him um, with specific wardrobe and, and hair choices over the, over the months. But 
All for naught, my good man. I still think you're one of the best damn wrestlers in the business. And I was glad to see this belt on him. Now, here's the thing. I, AJ Styles came out before we get to that. Let's, let's lay down what happened. Seth comes out. The crowd loves him, dude. The crowd's going to love Seth for the next 10 years. And there's, he, he won't be able to do any wrong. AJ Styles, the man he wrestled for this title in Saudi Arabia, um, comes out and he's, even though he's going to be on SmackDown, he's here on Raw and we don't know. Is he here to punch Seth in the face? He can't seem to beat Seth when the title's on the line for, for any title. So there could be some beef there. And instead he comes out and he says, yo, I respect you. You're the man, you're the champ and you beat me. And Seth says, well, you earned, he says, you earned that title. And Seth looks at him and says, well, you earned this, you son of a bitch. He didn't, he didn't say that last part. And they shake hands and it's a nice, it's a nice moment between the two men. And I think the right guy is wearing the, is wearing the belt. And then here comes the judgment day, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley, who is just the friggin' most awesome one in that whole group. I, I like everybody in the group, to be honest with you, but she's just awesome. So they come out and they have a tag match that you for sure knew was going to lead to a Damian Priest, Seth Rollins match. The title the world heavyweight title, I've, I've kind of seen online different opinions on it. Some love it and, and some not so much. But the, the dominating perspective on the ones who aren't loving it that much, I don't know if they have the right perspective. I'm not saying it's, there's a right or wrong when it comes to how you interpret art. But I just want to give an example as to why maybe give it a chance before you poo-poo. Um, if it is the working man's title. And it is going to be defended every week as, it, as we're being led to believe with the open challenge. A lot of people are saying that diminishes the title. I haven't heard of Seth Rollins boo in over two years, I don't think. Um, so I think it can work if you give it a chance. And it's, and it's okay if every single title shot doesn't have a storyline. It's okay if you get a surprise contender once in a while. If it happens every week, then maybe it is the working man's title. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's weaker or worse. It's just your perspective on that. Like back in the day, the intercontinental title was given to the most technically proficient wrestler that the boss felt was on the roster. Now it's used more as a tool to get people over, to let you know the companies behind them post kayfabe, right? But back then it represented the best technical worker. That's why Mr. Perfect had it. And it didn't diminish Mr. Perfect. Most people regard him as one of the greatest professional wrestlers that's ever been in the ring. Um, so that's the perspective that I take on it is they're giving it to someone that's somewhere in between the, the hardest working man in show business and the most technically proficient. I'm not saying he's a hundred percent, either one of those, but he's this sort of hybrid version of both, right? Like he, he knows all the moves. He makes people look great. He makes himself look great. So I think it's, I think it's an honorable title. And I, because I think Seth Rollins is worthy of that, of that honor. So if he can make that belt mean something, and I think he can, then don't worry about how, how many times a month he defends it. Cause it can, it can, then when the heel eventually goes over, the heel will be like, yeah, that open challenge crap is dead. I'm never defending this unless I absolutely have to. And then we can get a babyface story to come after. Moving on, there was a lot more in-ring promo stuff that was better than the matches. And I know we don't, I know I, we would all prefer to talk matches, but I do want to say the Cody Rhodes promo was really, 
really, really good, especially the end of it. It's, you know, it's got to be difficult to keep the crowd behind you when you can't wrestle every single week and have it mean something, right? Like when you're wrestling the top, top, top dudes, they're not wrestling every week like mid carters and you can't just feed Cody mid carters every single week or that can get, you know, bland. Cause you're going in going, ah, okay, Cody's got him. Cause Cody's the friggin' man. So for him to come out there and cut these promos and make them different enough every week, but still living in that same vein, that's worthy of, of respect and, and, and worthy of, of, all the social media celebration it's gotten. I mean, it's been a week and I still see that, that Brock Lesnar is afraid of Cody Rhodes. I still see that like all over my Instagram feed from, you know, 37,000 different, you know, wrestling things. My Instagram feed, if you ever like looked at it and you want to know what someone's interested in are Japanese cars from the seventies, professional wrestling clips, super buff bodybuilder dudes, super buff bodybuilder chicks, and food. And that's pretty, that's pretty much my Instagram feed. So if you ever spy on me over the shoulder, if you're into that kind of stuff, just let me know. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of My Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. 
Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even if you don't watch wrestling, you can just type in like Cody Rhodes promo on Brock Lesnar on YouTube, and it'll just show you the clip. But it had a crap ton of views on on their site and on a bunch of others because it was well-executed acting. He wasn't cutting these promos when I worked there. He didn't have the experience yet. He didn't have the confidence yet. And his his talent hadn't been refined into into the skill that is that it is now. Skill comes after talent, right? We were born with talent and then through discipline, practice and hard work, it becomes a skill. And his has really been molded into a skill ever since he started cutting those promos in AEW. He learned a lot about himself after he left WWE. For those of you who don't know Cody's story and you just listen because you're like, eh, I think Freddie's cool or you just like the sound of my goofy voice for some reason. His story is amazing. His father was like my father, the man right? The difference is his dad lived a full life. So his legacy was much longer and much harder to follow in those footsteps. Uh, His father was Dusty Rhodes. He's cut some of the most famous promos in the history of the business. And uh, they called him the American dream, the American dream, baby. 260 pounds of blue eyed soul. Like he was just so smooth and cool with it. I I had the pleasure of meeting him and, and, and speaking to him quite a few times when I, when I worked there back in the day. So that's what Cody had to live up to when he first came into WWE. And I think by his own admission, I, I think he would say he felt that, that pressure. It had to, it had to have been intense. Um, and eventually his personality and what, and his place in the company were not mixing at all. And it was time for him to go. He wanted, he wanted his release. He wanted to be free. And he went to Japan and, and started wrestling in the independence. And then, all of a sudden this AEW thing happens and it's, and it's born off of, you know, him and Jericho and Omega and the young bucks and this, this group of wrestlers with Tony Khan's financing. And all of a sudden, boom, we have AEW and he starts cutting promos about honoring his father's legacy and da da da. And the crowd, Oh God, we love you. And then as they always do, they turned on the poor man and then they started cheering for his opponents And he went all the way through all that and his contracts up in AEW and he travels back to WWE and his storyline is the main storyline of the world champion. I almost said worlds, but I didn't of the world championship. And it's a really special and important storyline. It's not going to get the shine because of the bloodline storyline being the best story in professional wrestling right now, but it will get its shine as the bloodline continues to devolve and, and turn into the individuals that I think that I think it's going to be. I think we all agree on that. So he will get his, uh, that spotlight moment again, even though he's already had quite a, quite a few since, uh, since his return, especially that Detroit show worthy of worthy of respect, Mr. Cody Rhodes, the American nightmare. Uh, we love you, brother. A E dubs. Um, what can I say? They're announcing 
at AEW Collision on June 17th is going to be the very first episode. We're going to get weekend wrestling. I don't know if this is going to work. I hope it does. CM Punk is the star of the show, so it has one hell of a chance to because he means ratings. I hope everyone's heads are in the right place. I hope everyone's egos are in the right place. I hope everyone understands how important it is that these shows succeed and that we don't implode so that we can have more and more and more wrestling, which means more jobs for more and more and more wrestlers. Like I said, I don't prefer one over the other. I just like pro wrestling. I support AEW and WWE. I like them both. I want wrestlers wrestling. I invested in a damn indie wrestling company, y'all. I want people to have jobs. So I hope that this works. I I think it will. They definitely have the right guy behind it. So, so yeah. So shout out to them. And then the only match that I wanted to talk about, and it may surprise you guys, was the intergender match, which was Chris Jericho and Soraya, formerly known as Paige in WWE. Chris Jericho, formerly known as Chris Jericho in WWE. Against Adam Cole, formerly known as Adam Cole. So I'll, I won't do this anymore, I promise. And uh, his wife, in real life, Britt Baker. And for those who don't watch, again, and just listen, this has been a, a, a cute story as far as the, the husband and wife thing, because they've been there for each other and they've gotten each other's back. And I don't like saying too much because I want people to watch. Remember, like for guys, a lot of the storylines are the same as like soap operas for, for women, right? Or, or nighttime telly that the teenagers watch, the, their YA stuff. Like it's the same thing. It's just ours have choreographed fight sequences like Jackie Chan, right? There's a nice husband and wife connection there that they're very open and public about, which I love. But the stars of this match, and I'm not saying this was the greatest wrestling match ever were Chris Jericho and Soraya. I don't know what it was, but the chemistry these two had, it looked, and I'm not saying like they should be an item or a couple, but they need to be together more on camera. There was something magic every time they interacted with one another. They both have such clear understandings of who they are, what character they're trying to put out there. Like Soraya came in the game as this she came in the game as this Jericho's been doing it so long he knows exactly who he is exactly when it's time to evolve exactly when it's time to change things up but for whatever reason it was like watching like George Clooney and Julia Roberts like oh yeah I like when these two are on camera together but for the first time for the first like the first time you see Ocean's Eleven and they're talking shit to each other and you're like oh damn this is good stuff there was something cool there and I don't know how you get them on camera together more because you can't do that many intergender matches or maybe you can, maybe I'm tripping, but there was something really cool there that I loved that I couldn't stop watching. And that's what you want. You want eyeballs on the screen. And those two are hyper photogenic, hyper. I'm not trying to say Chris Jericho is a supermodel. I'm just saying he has an interesting face. She has a beautiful face. They both kind of command your attention. And yeah, I'll say it. Chris Jericho is still handsome. You got a problem with that? Deal with it. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, 
and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. We're going to close with Friday Night Smackdown. Oh, and we can talk some money in the bank, too, I guess. Uh, Ricochet and The Miz, by the way, on Raw. Had a sick-ass match. That's my match of the week. I had so much fun watching it. Miz was doing crazy stuff that I don't always see him do, but he was showing off the skill set a little bit. But Ricochet just came off like a G. He still looks like one of the NPCs in Cyberpunk, that game that came out for for Xbox a, a few years back. He still looks like one of those those huge, like Android dudes that you would like rent to take you on a date. <laughs> He's super sexy, man. It's not my fault. They call, I mean, he calls himself pretty Ricky. Come on now. And he wrestled with the gold chain, did a full flip with it. It is sick. Anyway, that was my match of the week. But getting back to Friday Night SmackDown, they got the women's money in the bank coming to Zelina Vega, pulled out a sneaky victory. Not sure about the Lacey Evans new look. They, they've tried so many times with her, and I don't know why, but it just, nothing's clicked yet. But I, I'll give it some time before... Before we deep dive on on that, because I want to see it work. I don't I don't want to see her get sent down to NXT again. But yeah, so anyway, the final segment of the show, Roman Reigns getting his new belt. The Usos aren't going to be there, or so we thought. And he's out there. He gets the new belt, which isn't that, it's not that different, but it looks cool. It, it, it's groovy and cool. And the Usos, of course, interrupt. And this is going off jimmy kicking roman in the face and costing him the, the tag team titles right so they're out there solo sokoa's out there Heyman's out there triple h he gets out of the ring super fast and uh he's not trying to take any of that heat 
the long hair Triple H could handle it, but Buzzhead, he can't handle that heat. So Jimmy's there and they gave him the mic and he did pretty damn good, man. I still feel like, and it's weird comparing him, but like Jay commands the mic just a touch better. But when you're at that level and they're both at a high level, you can see it, right? Because they're both getting really, really good on the microphone. Not good, really, really good. That's twice as good as good. So he's breaking it down now. And they've really shared the spotlight for everyone involved in this story, from Sammy to Jay to Jimmy. Solo's going to be the next one. And Roman, of course, he's he's doing his thing. man. He does his thing every week. I probably don't say how good he is enough because we're just so used to him being good. But he's killing it. I mean, he's the foundation that everyone's standing on right now. So shout out to him too. But anyway, Jimmy breaks it down and says, yo, you've been treating us like shit. And that's my brother. And it's a different, and by the way, they're twins. They're identical twins. So they're weirdos and, and speak each other's psychic languages and stuff like that. But there's no way they turn on each other is basically what he's, what he's saying. And Roman's like, screw you guys solo handle this. If Jay's not going to make this right, then you make it right. And Solo's like, yo, I acknowledge you, my chief, but those are my brothers. And he hands him the mic back and stands with his brothers and, and the twins go bananas. So that's their real life baby brother. And then Jimmy tries to talk some sense to Roman again. And he says, we got to do this together, man. It's, it can't, you can't be treating us like dog shit. You got to treat us with the same respect you want us to give you. We acknowledge you, but you have to respect us. Come on. And Jay's in the background like, come on, man, we need you. I need you. Like everybody's trying to get him. And Roman finally breaks down and gives his, gives his cousin a hug. And uh, I saw this picture that was uh, on Instagram and they had the, the photo of, of Roman Reigns hugging his brother. So you only see Jimmy's back and you see Roman's face. And then the picture below it was Al Pacino's uh, Michael Corleone with Fredo. And he's saying, I knew it was you, Fredo. I knew it was you. And that's when Roman goes, no. And then Solo turns on his brothers. You got the double turn there. And he hits he hits Jimmy with the Samoan spike. Bah, bah. And Jimmy goes down. Blam. And Jay's like, what the frig? Doesn't even know what to do. Goes to his brother instead of fighting with his younger one. And then Roman, Solo, and Paul exit the ring, which is going to give us a cool tag match between the the Usos and Solo and Roman, which I think will be pretty badass. So yeah, so that that's what's going down in the world of wrestling. And the Bloodline is officially not, well, the Bloodline is dead, but the Bloodline story is not over. These dudes, I had a segment with them when I worked at the company, just one. And it was, I think, when like Santino Morella's character and Tamina, and she was like the dominant woman and Santino's like the submissive male, like, okay, carry me. And she would like, she would, if he was knocked out, she would carry him out of the ring. Right. Um, He did like comedy wrestling for those who don't remember Santino Morella or or don't, sorry, don't know who he is. Um, And it was really funny. So he had a segment one time with, with the Usos and I had written them a little bit to see, see, see if they could act and they did great. And it wasn't a lot, but it was enough where I was like, okay, these guys know what's up. They can be themselves. As long as you let them be themselves and you're not making them be the wild Samoans, you know, then they, they can do this. And I, I submitted the, the video for approval and it got denied. And I was like, what? And so I went to talk to Vince and he was like, they are, they're, they're not doing good on the mic. I was like, I, they did better than, than everyone else. I thought they did great. It felt real. 
And he goes, no, they weren't, they weren't big enough. And I'm like, man, they don't make them be big. Like, let it feel real. They're looking out for their cousin. Like, let this feel legit. And he goes, all right, they can have one line each. And so it went from this like cool little like speech that Jay had and Jimmy finished to two lines, but they still did a good job with the two lines. But I remember thinking like, man, they, they did a good job. And I may have even mentioned this briefly on the podcast another time, but when I saw this storyline going and Jay having beef with Sammy, I remember thinking like, man, from all the way back then, I, you knew there was something about, and everyone knew there was something. It wasn't just me. Everyone knew that if you let them be themselves, if you let them just be real, the way they talk in real life, which is how they do it now, they're going to kill it. And damn, man, they have all that stuff with the new day back in the day when they were talking trash back. Like that's how those guys are, man. They have so much personality and so much energy. It's like, uh, what did, what did Charlie Murphy say about Rick J's aura? You can see, you can see their aura, man. They have that, this like twin energy, man. It's crazy. And I'm just glad to see them doing as well as they're doing these kind of stories. I almost said save wrestling, but wrestling doesn't need to be saved. It's going to be on seven days a week. It just makes wrestling cool. It just makes it cool. I can, it makes me want to talk about wrestling to more than just wrestling fans. So I can be like, no, actually check this out. This is really cool. Um, so yeah, match of the week, Ricochet and Miz. I don't know who we want to see with LA Knight went against Montez Ford and got a, a weird victory. And I could see him getting a weird victory in money in the bank. If they actually want to push him, please. Could LA Knight win? That would be nice. Could and by the way, they didn't they didn't mute his cheers. This is the first time I didn't hear them start the, 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 they would, they were pumping in booze and they were like, you know what? The people love LA and I, they were booing Montez when they did the, the punches back and forth, man. And Montez is as baby face as you could get. Um, and they're still cheering LA night. So it was nice to actually get to hear that shout out for that, but it would be cool to see LA night get money in the bank because then he can screw over, you know, a baby face champion regardless of which one he chooses, but we all want him to choose the same one. All right, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Appreciate y'all hit us up on our socials again. Stay tuned for our Thursday bonus material drops on behalf of my awesome co-host, Lord Joffrey, Jeff Dye. Always make sure you check him out in person. If you can, if he comes to your city at jeffdiecomedy.com. We appreciate y'all listening. This was wrestling with Freddie. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.